Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off. U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. When President Joe Biden gave his most recent State of the Union address, he devoted a good deal of time to the heavy subjects these speeches typically include, national security, trade, industrial policy, climate change. But he also spent a surprising amount of time on one of the most mundane and annoying aspects of American capitalism, what he calls junk fees. Junk fees is a broad term, but the charges that most deserve that name are the surcharges and fees that companies now routinely tack on to your bills. These charges have long been ubiquitous in travel businesses and online ticket sales, but they're increasingly common everywhere, from taxis charging gas surcharges, which have stuck around even as gas prices have fallen, and restaurants adding a wellness charge to supposedly pay for the cost of benefits for their employees, to cable companies charging customers a broadcast TV surcharge. What's insidious about these fees is that there's no way to opt out of them. Cable companies won't, for instance, sell you a broadcast TV-free cable package, and consumers typically only learn about them when the bill comes, if even then. They're a kind of bait-and-switch. They allow companies to advertise low upfront prices and then only reveal the true cost of purchase at the end, after the consumer has already been hooked. Economists have a name for this strategy, drip pricing. And while it's been around for decades, drip pricing has become inescapable, and consumers now pay tens of billions of dollars a year in junk fees of various kinds. Why? Because drip pricing works. And it works surprisingly well, even in a world where we're all aware it exists. In some cases, that's because the fees are truly hidden, in the sense that you don't discover them until after you've committed to a purchase. Think of hotel resort fees, which were frequently not disclosed until you had already arrived at check-in. But drip pricing works even when consumers see the fees tacked on at checkout. 
The allure of a low upfront price, sometimes called the bait price, is often hard to resist and it encourages consumers to at least consider the possibility of buying where the real price might scare them away. And that initial price works as what economists call an anchor, making the overall cost seem more reasonable than it actually ends up being because each surcharge or fee can get rationalized as just adding a little bit more to the final bill. On top of this, the genius of drip pricing, from the seller's point of view that is, is that the total cost only becomes visible after you've already invested a good deal of time and effort into researching, analyzing, and making a choice. At that point, abandoning your purchase will mean that all that time and effort was wasted. And since people hate wasting sunk costs, it's not surprising they often just go ahead and click buy. Drip pricing would be less of a problem if consumers researched these additional costs in advance and used them to calculate the true purchase price, but they often don't. Older studies of eBay buyers found that they responded much more to the list price than to the total cost with shipping included. And a 2020 study of consumer behavior found that few consumers actually compared drip prices, and that sellers therefore competed only with the base price, even while jacking up surcharges. Drip pricing has serious consequences for how much and what we buy. Another fascinating study from 2020 looked at a real-world experiment StubHub ran in 2015, where it gave half of its U.S. customers an upfront price that included all fees and taxes, while the other half only saw the mandatory charges after they'd selected a ticket and went to checkout. The customers who saw the lower, fee-less price ended up buying more tickets and also bought more expensive tickets. The spread of drip pricing seems like a problem the marketplace should be able to solve on its own. Given that we all hate hidden fees, wouldn't a company that advertised honest upfront pricing reap the benefits? In fact, there are some companies experimenting with showing full prices. Airbnb, whose users have complained about cleaning fees that can sometimes exceed the daily base rate, now allows users to comparison shop by the pre-tax full price of the booking. But what the StubHub study suggests is that this is unlikely to happen on a wide scale simply because when a company advertises a higher, all-inclusive price, consumers are less likely to make a purchase, and what they buy tends to be less expensive. Not many companies are going to embrace a strategy that will lower their revenue and their profits. Because companies aren't likely to get rid of these hidden fees on their own, there's actually a strong case for government regulations that will require companies to disclose mandatory fees up front. Greater price transparency would make consumers better off, would make the economy run more efficiently, and it would make buying stuff a little less annoying. Time to do away with the drip. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.